You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Welcome to the podcast, the uh, 2023 version. Uh, Jerry's not here today. He will be here tomorrow. Uh, this is actually, we started the uh, post game podcast in January of 2015. So this would be year number, uh, uh, starting year number eight, I believe. Right? All of 15. People, but yes, but uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20. No, we've done eight years. This is starting it, year for nine. For sure, started like this, like right after New Year's. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, right. We, we started in January. I don't know. If this is the exact date, but it was January of 2015. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're and that starting was year like, nine. Uh, you actually tried to make it a true post game. Yes, not for very long though. No. It did not last very no, long. Took, yeah, it wasn't working. So uh, uh, during the break, when neither you nor I were here, mm-hmm. uh, and Sal and Jerry were hosting, yes. They had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Yes, I know. And uh, Flegelman uh, let me know. Oh, he did. And <clears throat> I asked if, uh, like, you know, I wonder what the hell they're going to ask. Because, you know, I don't know if Sal has ever, ever cracked a physics book. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I actually texted Fleegs a question for them to ask. And then, of course, you know, holidays in life being what it is, I totally forgot that it was on, and then I, I I want to go back yes. and listen to it. Did, how, did you listen to I it? I didn't listen to it, uh, but I'm interested to go back and uh, listen to it on a podcast. And uh, Fleek said it went well okay. to the point where and Fleek's actually got to speak to him after, and he thinks it's possible that he would come on again. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So good for Jerry, good for Fleek's. However, it worked that it happened. Yeah. And I know he lives in New York. Because uh, he's involved with the uh, Hayden Planetarium up there, he is, and so it's maybe one day in studio. Yeah, I tried to. I listened. He was on uh, Joe Rogan recently, and it was one of these three-hour deals. Yes. And I uh, but after an hour and a half, I was like, I can't, I can't anymore. And I don't guy. know how deep or scientific they get. Yeah, um, but I've heard him on with uh, Sam Harris, and you know. Sometimes it gets into the weeds a little bit. Yeah. 
into the physics weeds. Yeah, or, I could see that. You know, even though he's more of a, this this generation's version of Carl Sagan, where he's more of a populist, he can explain it and 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 make those subjects accessible to the average person in a way that that Sagan did. And Sagan was uh, a mentor of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson back in when he was young. Um, so um, I don't know if he's quite on that level, but still. Um, uh, it would be, uh, I, I want to go back and listen to that because I don't know what Joe Rogan's science acumen is, but uh, interested to see how Jerry and Sal played it. Yes, in particular, Sal, I'd be interested yes. in. Because I think Jerry, you know, Jerry's a fan of his. And I don't yes, know if Sal knows who right, he is. And Jerry is interested in those sort of deep concepts, not not necessarily about the, the physics of deep space, but of just of creation yeah. and those kinds of things. Well, I will, yes, I will download that as well and uh, listen. And also want to see how he answered my question. So. Oh, okay. What was your question? Uh, it was, uh, is spooky action at a distance a real thing? What does that mean? <laughs> well, it's, it's a concept that Einstein came up with, and he wasn't exactly comfortable with it, but it was a way to sort of explain how that particles that are you know in different galaxies so millions of light years apart are somehow linked where if one flips the other one flips it's like this weird re sort of linkage across immense distances of particles and then also and then i said and a semi-related question what does he think of the concept of uh pre a determin super of super determinism specifically the uh as presented by this uh physicist uh Sabine Hassenfelder I believe her name is and I've I've I looked at a bunch of her stuff and read some of her stuff and watched some of her YouTube videos so I'm interested to see what he thought of all that All right you know Jerry was very confused by your question Yes. As Sal was, I'm sure. So I'm, I'd be interested just to hear their reaction. Yeah. I mean, I myself am a little confused. By yeah. It, so. And what was it called? Spooky something? A spooky action at a distance. Spooky action at a di distance. Uh-huh. All right. You sounds can like a Google great it. Sounds like a great concept album. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why not? Uh, so this being the new year, mm -hmm. uh, and Gina's been getting into this a lot more lately than me. And I think Jerry kind of feels this way, too. She's very big into you don't know how much time you have left, mm -hmm. so you got to do stuff. Because I don't do anything. Right. You know. But I'm happy not doing anything. Right. You're following your bliss. Right. You're so, living your life the way you want to do it. Yeah. So this, I just wonder where you find balance in, uh, we don't know how long we have on the planet, no matter mm -hmm. how old or how young you are, right? Anything can happen. Sure. And then also planning for a long life. Yes. Right? Yep. That's the balance of life. So I could be saving my money, my 401k, uh, and then die tomorrow. Yep. Or do I go on any trip I'm interested in, buy myself uh, the, the high-end Tesla, uh, go buy a mansion to live in, and worry about making the payments? Maybe I'll be dead. Yeah. Well, I, I think you try to... There, there's a there's a balance you can strike yeah. there um, where, you know, you and I are in a different situation than most people is that we don't have children and the expense 
uh, incur, you know, that goes along with having children and worrying about their college and helping them uh, get get a start in life. Maybe we, with the house. We're more. We have a more predictable financial future. Oh, for sure. Even though, like, um, you know, there there are things like we have experienced where you know your dog gets sick and suddenly you're out seven grand. Right. <laughs> Not even joking. Right. And Jerry has that with his cats and the whole thing. Those are real things, but for someone who is, you know, barely eking by and is worried about the kids' college, I mean, those are catastrophic expenses yeah. for them that could be totally devastating, whereas you and I could absorb it. It's not, you know, it's not like we're super wealthy, but it's we're, we're okay with that. I mean, if like eight of them happen, of course, then you're looking at financial ruin or you have to make really hard choices. Right. Um, but there's a balance to be struck where, you know, wife and I, uh, Marion and I are going to Iceland this year. Uh, in the summer? In the summertime. It's like my, so my summer schedule will be a little different because it's a longer bro- block. I think I have to take like nine days off for something consecutively, whatever. Um, and it's, we're going with this company, uh, Natural Habitat, which is linked with the Lindblad Expeditions. They do more nature and it's smaller groups. And so we're going to go around the ring road of Iceland, you know, uh, go all around the, the island country. But it's not cheap, but we kind of looked at it. And it's that's something that we decided to spend the money on to because we like to do things like that. And we decided, okay, we can do that and still be okay. We're not going to be leave ourselves with, you know, no money and just waiting for that Social Security check to come in so we can go cash it. But there's a balance there, obviously. Like in after retirement, I would love to go to New Zealand. Like we were talking about Tiki just went for 24 hours. Like I would love to go to New Zealand. I'd love to go to Australia. I would also love to go to Antarctica possible go up you know way north into canada into the yukon and alaska all these sort of remote interesting places that are interesting to me it's not for everybody some people like to just stay at home uh our former uh co-worker bob dwyer very much like you in that he just he loved being home and doing things with his uh, wife and kids at home and working on his home to each his own many different ways to find happiness and bliss so uh, it's just the balance you have to strike. One of my bigger fears in life has always been being an adult that somehow you lost your money. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, and as I get older, that fear becomes less, I, I feel like, because mm-hmm. you have more years of saving that you've done. Yes, and for sure. Uh, but anything's possible. You stock market, all that crazy Oh, my crap. God, anything. You know, if... Uh like some sort of a catastrophe, you know, like, uh, with, uh, you know, the, we're kind of, maybe the world economy is sort of not in a great shape right now. Right. The war in the Ukraine and just all the things that Ukraine produced that people didn't even realize they produce wheat and all this other stuff. I heard there's going to be pasta shortages. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I thought the Italians had made all the <laughs> yeah, well, pasta. Where do they get the wheat? A lot of it is coming from the Ukraine. Oh, is that right? And could be shortages of other things because of supply chain issues and all this other stuff that, you know, I, I, I think the stability of the world economy is a, it's a, not as great as people would, 
would hope to believe yeah, it is. Or so, that we'd like it to be. Right. And those things that, you know, we don't know about, we're not paying attention to could affect all of us and then suddenly we're screwed. I think the idea is like you you wanna have the other bad thing is like you talk about this balance of do you spend your money now or save it mm-hmm. so that you are sure you have enough to live the rest of your life. This idea too that and I've seen it happen with family members are people that saved their money and then they when they get ill and they go into the hospital and long-term care, it just sucks all that money yep. out and yep. then it goes to Medicare or whatever. Right, correct. So that's another thing. And, you, and I remember family saying like, oh, she should have spent her money when she was younger because, you know, it ended up going to her care uh, before any of the insurance or government money right. kicks then, in. Right. And then, then whoever she was going to leave it to got less. Yeah, yeah. Or nothing. Right. So then what are you saving your money for? Correct. Yeah. Well, it, it, it depends on like if you want to have, you know, some care that is maybe a little better than just whatever you're going to get for Medicare, Medicaid, then you want to have a little money. But I, I, no, I, I think for myself, I would be comfortable. I'm, I'm going to want to have stuff, like you said, for potential long-term care for myself or my wife that could at least make you comfortable. And uh, you'll, you'll have that there. So either way, the way I'm thinking about it, I'm going to not spend all my money, yeah. not time it out to where like, oh, okay, here, here's a one last piece of gum that I'm buying. Oh, then I'm dead. You know, it's not <laughs> I'm happen. out of money. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not going to happen that way. So uh, no matter what, I'll have hopefully some, you know, maybe what, a couple of hundred thousand dollars still that I will then bequeath to whatever, because I don't have children of my own, but nieces, nephews, whatever, right. or the Seeing Eye Foundation or whatever. Um, I, the case may be so. Uh, that's the way I'm thinking about it. I'm not obsessing about it, but I, you know, I don't necessarily do that anyway. But I'm certainly not one of these people who just spend, 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 and then yeah. never, and then just oh, I'll worry about it later. I, I just that's not me. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Jerry's always talked about being a guy mm-hmm. who now he's he's got high school for his boys. He's got college after mm-hmm. that, but he. And before he had kids, he said he was a get your paycheck, spend yep. your paycheck, get your paycheck, spend your paycheck. Yep. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, I, I I wish I I was a little more in the spend the money category, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so nervous of I worst case scenario everything, sure, including my entire life. So um, yeah, I don't know. Like like is there is there an age where you go? And maybe this is why, like, people always go, oh, midlife crisis, the guy got a sports car. Or maybe he got to a point where he's like, you know what? I'm in a spot now where I could afford this sports car and it won't damage me. And I also know I'm this many years in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, if if I go, I'm expecting to live till 90. I only have, you know, 25 years left. I'm going to go get this Porsche. Yeah. Well, I... Yeah, I'm not. See, that's another thing about you and I, similar that we're not into like really expensive clothes. We're right. not into really expensive cars. We don't golf. We don't do any of these other more typical sort of 
man habit spending things. Um, so, you know, we were, we have money that we, maybe other people don't have that we've been saving over the years. I would much rather go on a, you know, a multiple 10, whatever, $20,000 trip, you know, to Iceland than buy a $50,000, $70,000 Porsche. Right. That, that means nothing to me. And what, neither of us have extravagant homes, you know, not McMansions or anything like that. I'm in a small Cape Cod. You're in a condo by the beach. You know, so those we don't have those extravagant. Yeah, and, and actually, if you if you're going to be extravagant in one of those, the the home is way better, right? Sure, because you're there, you're enjoying it. The property value is going to increase. The other thing I always think about with a car, not only does it decrease the longer you have it, mm-hmm. this idea that it could get hit by some idiot. Sure. And that is so out of your control. Mm-hmm. And I know, listen to you, if, you, if, uh, if a, the wind comes and knocks a branch on your roof, that's out of your control, too. Yes. But the amount of accidents people get into are far more than yes. a, a tree hitting yeah. your house. So I always thought used to find that odd when I lived uh, I lived in this condo in Woodbridge. Mm-hmm. It was not in a great spot. I, I picked you up there once. Yeah. And there were tiny condos in Woodbridge, New Jersey. I no remember view. exactly where it was. Yeah. Cricket Lane I lived on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people were living there with Mercedes-Benz in the parking lot. I was like, you, why are you spending your money on a Mercedes-Benz but living here? Like, yeah. you should do the opposite. Yes. Live in a nicer space and have a less... And drive a crappy car. car. Or some balance. You don't have to drive a crappy car, but it doesn't have to be a Mercedes. Correct. It could be uh, whatever, a Toyota. It's balance. We're, ta- we're all talking about balance That's today. right. This is a balanced podcast. But for some people, that is important to them. Yeah. They get great pleasure and satisfaction. I don't understand that. You know, again, I would much rather go on trips that cost thousands of dollars than have the clothes or jewelry. You know, neither one of us are jewelry guys, no. clothes guys, anything like that. So, Yeah. The other thing like, I would like to spend money on is technology. I like technology things. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, even things like like I got a new Apple Watch for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Are you an Apple Watch kind of guy? I am not. I am not an Apple Watch. Guy. Yeah. I mean, I was late to going uh, into the whole smartphone. The phone thing. itself, yeah. Uh, and now, I, listen, I I become somewhat dependent upon it, like everybody else. But you know, that doesn't have that much appeal to me. Uh, I'm fine with like you know getting it, you know, three years after everybody else. But the watch I, I i i you know i don't text that much and i don't do social media or any of that stuff I'm not taking pictures all the time uh half the time I'll, I'll walk around without my phone with me uh which i know is probably not a great idea anymore these days but whatever so i you know the, so you're not a I, tech guy either not really i mean i appreciate it but it's not like I have to have the latest yeah. whatever. Like all this, uh, what do you call it, um, um, the virtual reality stuff. Like I'm not into that yet. But I never, I really, I went through a video game phase when I was much, you know, a kid. And then I never really got into that. 
or stayed with it and and like because there's people our age who really love their video games yeah never really was into that and i don't see myself falling into that virtual reality gaming yeah thing yeah i can't see that either unless i'm in a circumstance where you know that's all i got maybe i'll i'll get into it but yeah the one looks interesting there is they run a commercial during the nfl games of uh a guy wanting to be dak prescott on mm-hmm. the cowboys and it looks like a real like it's like some sort of video game that's coming i guess they, they don't really show you exactly what it is but you get the idea that it's some sort of virtual reality NFL game. That looks yeah. interesting. It does, yeah. But, but I won't get it either because... Yeah. I, I would do like a virtual reality like, you know, where I'm like this great skier, like skiing the Matterhorn or something. Yeah, crazy. something like that. Yeah, you know, that would be interesting to me. But. I also think you, you, as you become an adult, you could really only pick one thing that's going to be your time waster or mm-hmm. your... You know, you can't be into watching Netflix and video games. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's it's too many hours of. You shouldn't have that many hours to be uh, dedicating to all these things. Like, right. there's you watch TV, you watch sports. Like there are no, there are so many. You mentioned Netflix. There are so many series and shows yeah. that we want to watch, but. You know, we just don't. Like, I watched a bunch of that Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Amazon, but I didn't make it through the whole thing during our break. Yeah. I got about a little more than halfway through. I still have some to go, but that's something I would love to just sit down and watch. And there are many other Netflix shows that I've heard about that I would love to sit and watch, but I just don't, I guess I don't make the time to yeah. do that. And I feel, like, I feel like during the break, I caught up on the ones I was interested in. So, like, right now... If I have like a night where I'm like, oh, I want to relax and watch something, I, there's nothing even right now that I'm mm-hmm. would go. I oh, I got to see what's going on with and, this. And also, it's like if there's like if there is a show that's like say whatever two seasons and sixteen episodes, that's a major investment. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna what just start it without having knowing that I'm probably not gonna finish. No, yeah. I, if I'm gonna start something, I'm gonna try to finish it. No, the Lord of the Rings is a little different. I I have an understanding of what's going on so I can kind of take a break and then pick it up easy enough. But uh, I, I, I find myself still a, a generalist when it comes to just idle time and wasting time. Uh, if it is wasting time, it's a matter of opinion, but I'll, I'll research. There's so many different little things that catch my eye and my interest that I'll, I'll go and I'll research a bunch of many different things, you know, all the time. I'm trying to, constantly like learn and improve and or not improve just learn because i'm curious about things but it's a general thing it could be such a wide variety of topics not a specific thing yeah i've started doing that now too mainly through youtube Mm -hmm. like i find a topic that i think about or something hits me at some point then i go on youtube and then start looking around then you find like the people who are experts in that field or that topic and it's it is interesting to delve headfirst into learning something completely new and then moving on to the next thing yeah well, yeah i don't it, think that's wasting time I, yeah i no, i don't either but some people would call it a waste yeah. of time but you know again we don't have kids so we right. have a little more time so check out Sab- sabine uh hassenfelder it's on youtube yeah i don't even know how to spell that yeah 
Sabon Hassenfelder? It, yeah, it, it's S A B I N E H O S, and then you know, it'll pop. And then Hassenfelder. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I will check her out. And we'll have Jerry back here tomorrow. I got to ask him what's going on with that Neil deGrasse Tyson yes. interview. I'm 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 still backed up on podcast now because I wasn't commuting mm-hmm. for the the time we were gone. So I got to catch up on that. Then I'll get the Jerry Neil deGrasse Tyson one. Yes. Uh, I guess, yeah, I, I was going to go, you know, go back to our, whatever, our audio uh, archive and oh, okay. find it there. But I guess it is on a podcast. It so sure is. I could do that on the Odyssey app. The free Odyssey app. That's right. Our podcasts are also on Spotify now. Mm-hmm. They've always been on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast. So check that goes. out. Jerry and Sal talking to Neil deGrasse. Excuse me. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's uh, do the warm-up program from today. Did that with CeeLo. All back to normal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Holland Tunnel was open today. Yes, I, I checked that out. I knew yeah. it might actually be open tonight. Oh, is that right? Because today is the actual holiday, oh, right. the observed holiday. Mm-hmm. So there's a possibility two days in a row. Although that would be awesome. parking meters back in effect. Okay. Uh, tomorrow. By the way, in all my times here, I don't think I've ever worked a day when the parking meters were, sus- were suspended. Right, because it's only it would have to be one of these because you're never working Thanksgiving. Right. You're never working Christmas. Right. Labor Day, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. You're never working right. any of those days. So the only chance would be this New Year's Day observed situation. Yes. That would be the only chance, and here it was. Here it was I, today. I think it might have happened one other time. That was a lovely surprise when I saw you in the elevator I coming was like, up. Hey, no meters. I was like, oh man! I was just excited that alternate side was suspended. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but there's six days a year, the ones I just mentioned. And this is really the only opportunity yeah. that we would have. And we, we got it. So not even like so the day after Thanksgiving, it's... Nope. Uh, it, it might be suspended. I'm not even paying. sure about that. But the the meters being off only those six days. Nice. Oh, I feel lucky today. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up program back here tomorrow on a Tuesday. So- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, good morning. It is good to be back. Where is Jerry freaking Recco? CeeLo, any ideas? He's lazy. He's well, lazy. I, I mean, he did really? work all last week while y'all rested up oh, and rang right? in the new year. Yeah. Oh, was that right? That is right. And why well, heard he's got a basketball game yeah, or something? Yeah, he's like, he took the day off to put his feet up. The oh, dude's okay. working. Oh, the man's working today. Purdue. He, he's I a hard him. worker. I saw somebody write he's doing something with, I think they're playing Purdue. Uh, doing something with? Yeah. yeah, it's called the Rutgers regular season schedule. They're playing against that chicken company, right. Purdue. Yeah, that's right. From three downtown. Yes. Got it. By the way, I'm all fired up. The new year is here. I went back into that kitchen. I uh, loaded up the uh, Dunkin' coffee beans into the grinder. So you're the mystery person who does that for us? Uh, well, I think others do it too. Oh, I see, just, I don't. I, don't I just know. did it now. It's too. It's too much for I me. Em- I emptied all the old ones. Mm-hmm. I loaded everything up. We are good to go. It is a Monday. Well, thank you for that, Al. You got I, it. I, my big fear has been one of these days when I go back there. Yeah. there's going to be nothing. Oh, empty. I feel very. I feel like I've accomplished something already. See now, five oh three. I've already done and, something, and, and it's a brand new year. And if I may, yeah. can I take you back a year ago? Okay. And most days it doesn't suck. Yes. My, oh, hi. I've been away. Oh, this is Al. I've been away, and this I'm not. I can't put up with what I'm hearing in the back. This hissing sound. There's no way anyone's going to listen to this. CeeLo is at home. Everyone's got. COVID. Right, yeah. I, honestly, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't Guess do this, Sila. I don't hear any hisses. All right. <laughs> honestly, we got to cut up. I, I don't mean to be a douche, <laughs> but no one can listen to this. Sounds was great all, on my end, Al. I was all fired up. <laughs> I that forgot was the, about that. And by the way, everyone's got COVID again, and I go to the store, everyone's wearing masks again. I'm like, what? where are what we? What are we doing? Oh, I mean, hi. Who are these people? <laughs> Oh, you sound great as usual. We're, <laughs> Sorry. we're ki- okay. kicking it off No, I'm again. fine. I'm fine. Now, listen. I want to start with the Jets. <laughs> because. You would. Yeah, I want to start with the Jets. I know they, well, they were the later game. We should start with the Jets. Oh, yeah. Most that's, I'm sure that's why you're. Why you're the most recent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Jets, you know. Here's what I, I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be moving forward. Right. Nobody does. But I, you also can't judge it. Week to week to week, which is what we do now. Have you met the Jet fan base? Well, every it happens to everybody. It happens to the Giants fan base. Every fan base. To it's a lesser like, extent because they've had more stability, but sure. Mike White's the answer. Mike White sucks. Mike White isn't Joe Namath. Right. Mike White is not Richard Todd. Mike. I happen to agree with you on that, and I was stunned yesterday that that was the the take from so many people after just a few passes. Oh well, he's not the answer either. Yeah. So he's terrible. He stinks. I'm like, did, and this is not an excuse for Mike White. It's just reality. If you watched him play the games he played prior to injuring his ribs, versus what you saw yesterday, yeah. what I watched for three hours or whatever it was was a quarterback who was not healthy and you could barely throw the football. That's yeah, what I saw. And it doesn't help that you're. Defense that everyone loves so much gives up a sixty-yard run right from scrimmage yeah. right out of that. Yeah. Gave up three straight scores to Seattle, seventeen points before you could even settle into your seat. And Garrett Wilson drops a ball in his hands. Yep. Like 
the, the, it was set right there was the the uh, what do you game say? set and match well right there the the atmosphere the uh, the feeling of the game was, uh, the tone the tone, the was tone set. thank yes. you Eddie. very good Eddie uh, Eddie's back the tone was set that was a tone setter sixty yard run three straight scores dropped ball yep. tone set game match over at least they put you out of your misery earlier if you're they a did. fan correct you know? and I did see some people and I and I agreed with this I could. For the life of me, and this is not an anti-Jet take. This is just a tracking history. All right. And I get it. Different quarterbacks, different regimes, coaching staffs, GMs, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, this was the token spot. Okay, everything on the line, going on the road. I get it. It's not. When we talked about this last week, people were like, well, you know, Seahawks, they haven't been great either, and defense isn't what All fair. That was prototypical. Jets let you down in a big spot, not prepared, bad start, put yourself behind the eight ball, errors in all phases of the game. They just checked every box that we've seen. The phrase I keep coming back to recently is they hate prosperity. They do. What does that mean? It means like when when everyone's like thinking, okay, they were favored in the game, Al. In Seattle? Yes. What? And even I'll take I'll take it a step further. They weren't favored until they made the announcement that Mike White was cleared. That swung it from them being couple point underdog to couple point favorite. I'm like, listen, I'm all for my. I mean, the guy is playing still with some sort of rib issue, and I mean, is he really? I guess they felt it. Cha- Point being, I was the least bit surprised that yesterday went the way it went. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the Seahawks winning the game. I'm talking about them winning it handily. Yeah, with no problem. No. Yeah. The the, the Jets offense showed no ability to move the football. Your I mean, man, Mike White, was uh, 50%. I think he was like 20, 23 or yeah, 46. Yeah, look, again, if you, I mean, he, whether it was discomfort, pain, uh, fear is the wrong word, but apprehension or being uncomfortable with that big flap jacket he was wearing. I mean, from the very first throw he made, I was like, oh, boy, this yeah. is a problem. And it's not like it was rainy or, you know, he couldn't grip the ball or anything like that. He's just, he had nothing on any of his throws. Now, I'm sure of course, there's some bad decisions mixed in, of course, because I think he just was, again, from the very first snap, pretty much offensively, it just did not look right. And it's not, it's not a defense or an excuse for him. It's just... The reality of the situation, I think that speaks to how bad the quarterback situation is that they felt that was their best option. A Mike White, who's not, you know, a big-time guy to begin with, a hampered less than 100% Mike White, they felt going into Seattle on the road with the season on the line was a better option than Joe Flacco or even dressing Zach Wilson. Right, I was going to say, so the, right, so their their option was let's go with a very injured Mike White. Whatever, and if, maybe not even very, but... And if he gets Hindered. hit in the ribs during the game, yes. Strevler's coming in. Or Flacco. Flacco was also Pro- dressed? Yes. Three guys? Well, because Strevler, I think he plays Strevler. a little on special teams. Oh, he okay. come in and run the Wildcat for you. Yeah, yeah. But this was the last two weeks. This was typical, right? They get the Thursday night game home against the Jaguars where people, oh, yeah, the Jets. Yeah. How'd that work? No. None. Okay. White's coming back. Go out to Seattle. Seahawks are, you know, limping to the finish line. No. In a game, by the way, where they hold Metcalf and Lockett to like three or four catches for, I don't know, 20, 30 yards, something like that. The first two guys that caught touchdowns for the Seahawks, I never heard of them. Yeah, These who tight are ends. you? No idea. Right, One guy ends. just got elevated from the practice squad. It was his first NFL catch, <laughs> the second touchdown they allowed. That was a good job by him. I mean. Right off the practice squad. It's just so <laughs> typical, man. 
Yeah. It really is. And and this matters less because rosters changed, but I, I'll do the math again. Their last, I think, five trips now to Seattle, the cumulative score, it's, it's I mean, it's a, it's it's a disgrace. Not, not close. No. no. And the weird thing, like, with the – with the Jets quarterback situation, you don't have enough material on any of these guys. Correct. Right? So you don't know long-term Mike White. He gets well, injured. Well, we Flacco. So you're talking Wilson yeah, and yeah, White. Yeah, Wilson yeah. and White. Yeah. Or, like, or are they going to go out and get somebody, right? They're going to get somebody. Because they're, like, they're not running it back with Wilson, White, and Flacco or Wilson, White, and Strebler. Why? Somebody's going to be added. Why? Because you you can't you can't sell that to the fan base. It's not to say all of them are gone and you'll they'll never see the light of day again. I mean that remains to be seen. And of course you've got the Jets out there. Did you catch this? Getting ready yesterday before the game. They're getting the narrative out there already. I took a million screenshots to prepare for today. I mean get this right. Okay, this was from I believe Ian Rappaport. So NFL Network or NFL.com. Jets general manager Joe Douglas does not plan to shop Wilson this off season. Sources say. The team views Wilson as an incredibly hard worker, a good teammate, and very smart. He has handled his demotion well and kept working. As one source said simply, quote, he's going to get better. So there's the, he's not playing today. Who knows what's going to happen this week? Maybe they didn't think they were going to, you know, get their butts kicked the way they did. To me, week 18 now is a perfect opportunity to play Wilson because you got nothing to play for. Get him some reps. It's, all right, we're going in the offseason. We need some leverage if we are looking to move. They're not putting up the for sale sign. Oh, well, come get him. Here you go. We'll take pennies on the dollar. So maybe he's on the roster next year, but they're already trying to get out in front of that as you look ahead to the offseason. And then you got the the Raiders, Derek Carr situation. Yeah, which. I mean, would the fans be excited about Derek Carr? uh, Some apparently would because I see that Derek Carr has got to be the quarterback on his team (sighs) next year. Why? What is that? Where does. uh, Now, in fairness, and I. I said this last night on TV, so I'm not going to... Oh, oh, you're on television. I'm not going to contradict myself. The question was, are the Jets a quarterback away? And I said, a healthy, competent quarterback gets them into the playoffs, but where where does it go from there? Because of when you look at the other teams in the AFC and the quarter... Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert. We go right down the list. So, I mean, Derek Carr just lost his job, essentially... For whatever reason, and they run Jared Sidham out there yesterday. He throws for 365 yards and three touchdowns. I will do the same thing to Derek Carr here. Of if he course. has a bad week, I can't believe we went and got Get him this out. guy. See ya. Finished. He's not the guy. Next. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't understand. It's tricky. It, and it, it, it and is I, tricky. And now this is pure speculation. The Seahawks put out a video post game of Geno Smith, you know, dapping it up with the guys from the Jets. And they happened to be filming when Zach Wilson came over. And he pulls him in for this long embrace, talking into it. And I don't know what he said, but I'd imagine it was, hey, I've I've been where you've been. It's tough. Look at me now. The market, all that. Or whatever the case may be. Look at me now. It took him, you know, 10 years to get another yeah. opportunity. Good on him for keeping his head down, working hard, and playing as well as he has this year. But, I mean, we chew these up, chew these guys up and spit them out as fast as possible. I mean, the amount of the amount of... Just in the last, since the Jets went to the playoffs, the amount of quarterbacks that have been drafted and come through here and been given a little bit of an opportunity and then sent elsewhere. And did I read that right? The Jets are now the team with the longest playoff drought? Yes. In all of football. That's what I thought in, I heard. You know, definitely in the NFL. I think I saw something yesterday about there may be only one other team in the four major sports that oh, has really? a longer 
Sacramento Kings, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Point being, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a, a little bit. Yep, sure has. Yeah. yeah Those I AFC don't... championship appearances are many moons ago. Few and far between. And this yesterday very much had the feel, maybe not as bad just because of the court, the health of the quarterback situation, but week 17 in Buffalo in the year Ryan Fitzpatrick nearly led them to the playoffs. They had everything in front of them, season finale on the road, and he threw three interceptions and they laid an egg up in Buffalo against, I believe that was a Rex Ryan. Yeah, Bills I think team. so. So yesterday, similar situation. Opponent that was eh, there for the taking on paper, quote unquote, and they did not answer the bell from the very start of the game. Geno Smith is such a nice guy now. He's sure embracing yeah. uh, Zach Wilson, like he said. He's not taking extra joy in beating the Jets. Like he just says, like taking all the high things. road, taking the high road, high road guy. You know, like becoming less likable in this whole Jet situation is Rob Sala to me because he's just spewing BS with the Zach Wilson stuff. as many NFL coaches do at one yeah, point or know, another. I don't know why. Maybe because we're much closer to it here in New York, but it just when someone's up there, just straight up lying to you. <laughs> It's just something that's not, and he's not good at it. Maybe that's what it is. He's not so good at it. I mean, when when it's an obvious lie, I'd argue there aren't really any there aren't really any coaches that are all that good at it. Bill Belichick's pretty good at it. I think uh, Mike Tomlin's made pretty an good art at out it. of. I wouldn't say the lying. It's more so just the not almost answering. utter disdain he has for, <laughs> for for dealing with it. You know, and sometimes not even acknowledging it. Not even the questions are asked, and if he doesn't want to answer it, he'll either talk about something else for two minutes or just shut you down. Like, yeah, we're on to whoever, or we're not going to. And Mike Tomlin's good at it because he just well, he just talks entertainingly. He's great, right? He give and and he wows you with all his different words and you know the source words and the energy and the speed. The energy, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. All right, let's take a break here, CeeLo. When we come back, let's talk about your New York Giants. Yeah, let's do that. Positive. On a, you know, some of the times in the news, like they do this on News 12 New Jersey. On a positive note, they do like stories. Oh, do, do they? Yeah. They just tuck those away at the end. Right? Uh, yeah, we're going to do New Jer- We're going to do New York Giants on a positive right. note. 29 minutes of negative, and as we close the show, here's a little quick positive Yeah, story. Well, we got all these murders in the subway, but <laughs> here's a cute story yeah. of... The ball dropped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Okay. All right, and then uh, Boomer and Geo are here today. Yeah. They are back at 6 o'clock. Take it away. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with Chris Lopresti. We call him CeeLo today. Welcome, CeeLo. Fun running uh, down Jets history for oh, the yeah. last 10 years or so with you during the break there. Absolutely. So Jerry, on, uh... Our friend Jerry will be back tomorrow. Of course, yes. Uh, and uh, Boomer and Gio are here. They'll be here at 6 o'clock. Yes. Now, we want to talk about your team, CeeLo, the New York Giants. You have to call them my team. Well, I mean... Um, yes, that is fair. I I've had a, a love hate relationship with the Giants over the years, and right now I'm in a I'm in a medium spot with them. A medium spot. A medium spot. And this didn't take you over the edge to a love spot, positive spot. No, I'm I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy they're getting in the mix. I'm happy they're in the playoffs. I like Brian Dayball. I like Saquon. I like Daniel Jones. I don't love them. I like them. Okay, lukewarm. Lukewarm because. You know, this was the first time they scored 30 points in like... Yeah, over two years. (laughs) That's insane. That is not, to me, a playoff team. Uh, You got Daniel Jones having to put the team on his back. Throwing touchdowns. I don't like that Daniel Jones runs so much. I know that's a very positive part of his, but the guy takes a lot of hits. He does. He's also a big man. Is he? Yes. It actually is very hard to tell. When you're out there amongst large men, well, as, as compa- to who the like, big men are, sometimes the running quarterbacks, you know, they are more on the slight side. Yeah, like if you like it, a slim fella. Yeah, or just not a lot to them. Not to say Daniel Jones is heavy or anything like that, but he's got a big. He's a big dude, man. I believe he's like six five. You know, yeah. he's got he's filled out. Now, does that wear on a guy over time? Absolutely, but like. I would say this. I would. I look at him and his his body frame, his physique reminds me more of Josh Allen than it does like a Lamar Jackson. Is that fair? Uh, all right. See, I think Lamar Jackson's a tough. Well, dude. he put on weight this year. He did, but pretty pretty thin guy. Yeah, Un- understandably so. I mean, he's a, he's electric. He's got a ton of speed. He's obviously more. I would say more explosive as a runner than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has it as a part of his game. It's definitely above average. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I think he picks his spots. Thought yesterday they did a great job. It seemed like the Colts were s- sold out to stop Saquon Barkley, and the Giants were prepared for that. There was a lot of sleight of hand, play action, naked bootlegs, getting him out on the edge. You know, it wasn't like he was dropping back in the pocket and, you know, evading four tacklers and then sprinting down the field. Now, we do know that the Colts suck. Yeah. Right. That we know. Nick Foles, I don't know what's going on with that guy. The Col- they're just They're a mess. <sighs> But yeah. the Giants did what they were supposed to do, right? Because the narrative was the yeah, they should they should win, but they don't blow teams out. That's so what I thought you know, was going to happen. I was going to be people. close. Like they were like a five and a half point favorite, and I saw a lot of the pro betters. Oh, good value with the Colts. Yeah, yeah. And in that, that first quarter, yeah, yeah looked, I know. But yeah. that it was so weird because uh, I don't even know who was announcing the game. I don't know who like who was the the player. I didn't. Ha- I had did not have the sound on because again I'm monitoring all the games yesterday. 
Um, I know it was a CBS game. Yeah, it was a CBS game, and I just don't know who the announcers were. But I'm not gonna one of the one of the announcers when the, at the start of the second quarter, he goes like this: uh, "The Colts have been outscored in the second quarter, seventy-five to nothing in the past. Like it was legitimately <laughs> seventy-five to nothing being outscored in the second quarter." And oh, it was uh, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green? Trent Green. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I knew it was. I knew the announcer, right? Kevin Harlan. Yeah, I didn't know Trent who, who I gotcha. the former player was because yep. he kept referencing I uh, was a former player. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then right after he says the Colts get outscored seventy five nothing in the second quarter, the Giants just boom, boom, boom. Game over. Game over. Yep. That Landon Collins pick six, that ended the game. Six. Good night. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll tune in for the rest just to see how the team looks. <laughs> But make that sure was no it. major injuries. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, what did you make of the uh, Kayvon Thibodeau uh, sack and the uh, the Snow Angel celebration? Did you think that he was aware that Nick Foles was writhing in pain right next to him? <laughs> I'll take him at his word that yeah. he didn't know at that point. The thing that I have a, a question mark after the game. I wasn't aware, but then you came to the sideline and did the going to sleep thing. Right. Like you had to <laughs> once you stood up and came out of your snow angel celebration, you had to have known at that point that it just it didn't look it was a bad look. When he was lying right there. When he was doing the snow angel, he actually did one time glance <laughs> over. Right. And yeah. it's almost like how did his arms not make contact with yeah. him? And you know? it, his leg did for sure. Yeah. And and look, I don't I'm not down there. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean based on Nick Foles' bodily reactions, like unless he got the wind knocked out of him as part of it. Like, you have to think he's making some sort of in distress noise. Like, no? or something. Like, oh, like yeah. your drops that Eddie plays. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and you know, I know the Colts, some of the offensive linemen called him out after the game. Yeah. Was it Ryan Kelly? Forget the exact word he used, but it's like. He called it horse bleep. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you guys come over and like yes, do them. something or whatever? Just, I mean, you know, I'm not saying get thrown out of the game or get a penalty, but like something. You know, you drop kinda, a whole Kogan now, leg on. Maybe them. they're concerned about their teammates, or they're hovered over him, waiting for the medical staff to come out. But like, it was just odd to me that they're if they were that That's heated true. about it, there was really no confrontation there at all. Right. Because sometimes a... we the offensive linemen come, go after guys for far less. Absolutely. Like the Giants did it. Um I want to say it was in the second half on the play where Jones went down the slide, and the well, I think it was a linebacker came in and made some contact near. The, and Jones actually banged his. That's right. I think it was before his last rushing score because if you watch the replay, his helmet banged on the turf, and you're thinking, oh, they're going to pull him out, spotter, and check him, which of course didn't happen again. And then it was either next play or a couple of plays later was the naked bootleg in his last touchdown run. So obviously he was fine, but he has a large neck. I'll give him that. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones, yeah. He's a big dude, man. Yeah. Well, I think so if you ever was... met him in person, you would be like, oh. Yes. Okay. Which is weird because, like, when I've seen Eli in person. He's big. No, like, to me, he's not well, he's big. not. Um, he's, he's not muscular. He's tall. Oh, yeah. No, Daniel Jones is a more physical, athletic. Like, we make the Eli comparisons a lot. Yeah. Especially the, the look, the way they talk. Yes, the temperament. But, yeah, Jones is is the by far the superior athlete, and that's not a knock on Eli. It just is what it is. So now uh, next week's game against the Eagles means nothing. For the Giants, For correct. the Giants. Yes. For the Eagles, it means a lot. For the Eagles, it means a lot, Because they lost yesterday, so they missed out again on a chance to lock up the division as well as the one seed. 
So do you think uh, that uh, Dable's going to rest some of these Giants players Vegas and give the Eagles a win? Vegas thinks he's going to rest them because I he believe does. they're almost a two-touchdown underdog, if not oh, wow. a full two-touchdown underdog against the Eagles next week. Because if the if the Giants were to beat the Eagles, that could help the Cowboys to... Cowboys or the 49ers. Or the Niners, You have three right. teams mathematically still alive for the top seed in the NFC. But the Eagles will probably whip the Giants. Well, if they rest their guys. So... Yeah. So we're going to have that will be a meaningless game locally. The Jet game matters for the Dolphins. Uh, right, meaningless but, for the Jets. But we want to see if they throw out Zach Wilson out yeah, there. Yeah, and then from the Dolphins' standpoint, I mean, just like the Jets, they have wilted five straight losses. They lost on their control of their own destiny, as they like to say. And they've got quarterback issues. Tua, we don't know. Right. Teddy Bridgewater comes out yesterday, apparently broken finger. So you're talking Skylar Thompson potentially here. Skylar Thompson, Zach Wilson, week 18. Get excited. <laughs> By the way, another quarterback that I've gotten many calls for over the season regarding the Jets and like a, who's a guy the Jets should get. Yes. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Comes up all the time. Yeah. He yeah. didn't play well yesterday. No. He played very well, I thought, last week against the Cowboys. That's probably a glimpse of what he would offer you Correct. in an extended run. Right. Some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. You know, he can like play, everybody can play else. in the league, but not going to take you over the top. Now, the Giants are, uh, they're they're not just penciled in the sixth seed. They are engraved their in the sixth seed. Their seed is locked. Yes. Okay, their seed is locked. So they are going to either play in San Francisco or in Minnesota. Yeah. Those are the only options, correct? As far as I know, yeah. That's what and I I think the at. more likely outcome is Minnesota. So we're well, looking good. at a repeat of the game we got a couple weeks ago where they were a, you know, franchise record long field goal away from at least getting to overtime. Right, because you certainly like their chances better than going in San Francisco. On paper, sure. On paper, yes. But as we know, Al, these That's games why are they play the games. not played on paper. That's why. But, no, I mean, the Niners are, are rolling. I mean, yeah. they can throw any quarter. I mean, Brock Purdy's been looking great. They've won nine in a row for the first time since 1997. You no, know that means they're due for a loss. They are one, due for way, a loss. That's one way to look at that's it. That's how I look at it, positively, sure. New Jersey. You know, you go out there, you play the Niners, and somehow Brock Purdy gets hurt early yeah. on in the game. Where do they go from there? I don't know. Josh don't Johnson. Know. Oh, right, Josh Johnson. I think. I don't know if they've added anybody else since <laughs> No, then. I think you're right. I think it's Josh well, I know, Johnson. Well, I know they added him in the short term, but, like, you know, these teams, like yesterday, not that anyone cared about Cardinals-Falcons, but I was like, oh, what happened to Trace McSorley? David Blau? Where did, where did he come from? He's playing for the Cardinals? Yeah. So you never know. He was like, I, I believe I read he was the 64th quarterback this season. Well, now. him and Stidham were the new ones from yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he was then 65th Stidham. No, I think it was 64. They were, they I'm were just counting were those? 63 and 64. Oh, I see. Yeah, I believe. I oh, okay. Believe so. Yeah. It's a lot of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a it's lot. a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. Considering there's uh, only how many teams in the league? 32. 32? Yeah, so two for each on average. Two for each. Yeah. Well, Jets, let's just think of how many of the Jets ran out there. Four. <laughs> no, well, as a starter, three. Starters, three, yeah. Yeah. No Strebler start. No Strebler. Maybe that's coming in week seven, week 18. Now, let me ask you this. Tonight we get <laughs> Bengals-Bills. Yeah. Does this game mean something? Sure. Bengals would clinch their division with a victory. The Bills are still trying to secure the one seed in the AFC. They can't clinch that tonight, but a win would go a long way towards putting them in the driver's seat because then they would just have to beat the Patriots next week in order to get that. I feel like the games yesterday, like prior to the games kicking off, the playoff scenarios were, it was way too many. It was like, this team's got to do this and this team. Yeah, it's, it's always too that, complicated. This time of year, it always is that way. But then like after yesterday, we got a lot We got a lot more clarity. When the dust settles. The dust settled. Yes. And now we've got a couple different uh, 
So they're, we're getting Saturday games again this week. Two. Two of them. You're getting Chiefs, Raiders. And that's for it's Chiefs really, it's to not, be number one? Well, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think there's a scenario, maybe there is, where it's like a win and lock for them. I don't think so because if the if the Bills lose tonight, I think it puts the Bengals in position for the one seed. Those are the three teams in the AFC. Were these two, were these two Saturday games flexed or just the nighttime Every, one? No, they were both. So everything I, was everything week eighteen was TBD. That's what I mean. So why why make that game the Chiefs Raiders? There's some question about why they did that as well as putting the Jaguar Titan game. In the Saturday night slot, well, that's for the NFC South because it might be AFC. the AFC South. Yeah, it might be the <laughs> only of the games that has both teams, you know, Vying playing for something. For something but it feels like a wild card game, right? And we had a last year. They it was similar, but it was the Sunday night game was the Chargers Raiders, which is basically a play in. That's where you'll see the power of the NFL. If on Saturday night, even though it means something, a Titans Jaguars right. two smaller markets, <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't look exciting. That's my guess is that's why they I understand the implic the playoff implications, but like is anyone all that excited no. about Jaguars Titans other than fans of those teams Sunday night? I guess maybe. I mean, I don't know. So you've got uh I don't know, I, I the I think it's Bengals Ravens. People are thinking could potentially end up the Sunday nighter. Oh, okay. Oh, they haven't announced that yet. Right. But that we won't tonight. find out until tonight's either Bill's during tonight's played. game if it's if the the outcome seems to be in hand or right after. Like do, the Saturday night games came out shortly after Sunday night football ended last night. I do like the um that they do this for week eighteen. It feels like wrestling. Yeah, a lot of they... people are into it. Like the guys that I get in the group chat with that work here or used to work here, like the hundreds of texts trying to figure it out. And they were all convinced Jaguars tie out. Oh, it's going to be the Sunday. I almost I didn't do it because I was it was late. And I needed to get a nap. I'm so glad you guys spent days trying to figure this out, and you you know swung and missed and dead wrong about yeah. the, they moved that. They moved that game to Saturday. Night. It's your Saturday night game. Yeah. All right, Celia. So let's take a break. When we come back. Let's do some more NFL non Jets non Giants related. It's an NFL Monday. It's Al. an NFL Monday, and then Boomer and Gia will be here right at six o'clock. Oh. Um. Welcome back to the warm-up program. This is the 2023 version. It's going to be very much improved. I have CeeLo today. Best show of the year. Best show of the year so far. Saw a lot of that on Twitter yesterday. That's the best catch of 2023. See you next year. All right, CeeLo, let's do some more NFL stuff. You don't say. Do you like when Tom Brady does well? I do, personally, but I know a lot of people have had enough, especially in a year where, like, it's been a struggle for them. Yeah. And they haven't played well, and he's been frustrated and all this, and now here we are, and he's going to be in the dance. Yep. And he could very well be looking at a wild card round home game against your Dallas Cowboys where I will I will be the first in line to bet Tom Brady and the Bucks yeah. if that is indeed the matchup that we get. No offense to the Cowboy fans. I'm there. with you, though, like, because I think more because of the season Tom Brady has had and his personal life that I like to see him throwing touchdowns. Like I mean, he was. yesterday was insane. Four hundred thirty-two yards, three TDs to Mike Evans, and those those passes he was throwing, yeah. just raindrops. Yeah, raindrops. <laughs> and he had one of them. Where what were the Panthers doing? I don't know. <laughs> he had he had one of them where he he didn't even look like. 
he looked towards Mike Evans. Probably didn't. Until the last second. <laughs> Turned, they went, Whoop. That answers my question. Yeah. Like, what were the Panthers doing? Well, he was looking off the safety is what yes. they were doing. It yeah. was unbelievable. He had some great. Typical Panthers race out to the lead. Sam yep. Darnold looks like, oh, my, hey, this is he's got all the answers. Next thing you know, pick. Here comes Brady to Evans three times, two strip sacks of Darnold. I'm like, oh, yep. there's the Sam Darnold that Todd Bowles and I and the rest of us remember. Not only, you're right, here we come to the end of the season. Tom Brady's now in it. Aaron Rodgers is a game away mm-hmm. from getting into the playoffs. Yep. They, they, just, they were at four and eight, and he keep the faith one game at a time, and things just worked out their way. He bink, looked bink, bink. Aaron Rodgers after the game so sure of himself when he went looking for Tracy Wolfson. Oh yeah, he was. That was a. I I, I actually so set aside that interview because I wanted to get to some of that this morning. I want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. And Brady's obviously yeah, in. So. so great. Yeah. I love it. One last, well, we always say one last run, but it never seems to be the last run. Because everyone had both <laughs> of those dudes out of it. Here's where we're at now. I saw people were trying to figure out the Jet quarterback for next season. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers has been a rumored name just because who knows when he wants to get out of Green Bay. I've now seen people, you know... Maybe Brady comes to the Jets and tries to stick it to Belichick because they've got this great roster of offensive weapons. Could you imagine? That would be so awesome. Would it? Yes. I guess. Yes, that I guess. would be awesome. Yeah. I guess it's really no different than if Rodgers ended up here. Right. I mean, the you, old man. you can come up with a list of like potentials, eight or nine names that you could legitimately make. Well, legitimate's a strong word at this point in time. Yeah. It's not far-fetched. How's that? So, uh, so you're saying like the the Buccaneers will get or could get a home? Well, they're game. gonna they're locked into the four because that division stinks. Oh right. So as At division eight eight, winner, they're the four. They I, they're eight and eight now. Yeah. Um. So whoever ends up the top wild card, which right now would be the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys have again an outside shot at the one seed and the NFC's title, which would change things. But if form holds, it would be Dallas at Tampa wild card weekend. And you would take. Brady. I mean, I guess I'd have to wait and see what the line was, but I'm I don't know. I am not I'm not a Cowboys believer this time of year. The recent history suggests it's nothing against Dak. I just don't I don't know, I just don't trust him in a big spot. I know the defense has had its moments of uh lifting the team, but I don't know. I just don't I don't I just don't feel it. Now, you do have the Todd Bowles factor at hand right. that cannot be discounted. <laughs> There he was again yesterday on a fourth and short. Couldn't wait to run the field goal team out there. <laughs> and I forget if that was the field goal that got blocked. It might have been. Yeah. Now they won the game, obviously. Right, but, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I just that's a spot where both I, I don't I don't really trust either team when you factor in everything and the head coaches included. But give me Brady and his guys over in a big Dak spot. and his guys. Yeah. Now the NFC, the final spot's gonna go to either the Packers. The Seahawks or the Lions. Yes, but as you as you referenced, the Packers now have the path. Yeah. Because they got the help they needed yesterday. They took care of business at home against the Vikings, and now they just need to beat the, it's the Lions, I think, yep. right? They're yep. playing Detroit. And that's at Lambeau? Mm. You don't know. Let me look. I should have uh, checked on that myself. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And the yes. way they were talking after the game, it's got to be at Lambeau. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Rodgers couldn't ah. wait to get you. Aaron, that could be Aaron, Sunday jo- night, right? Aaron Jones was like, it could, it could. Aaron Jones was like, let's not even talk about the other scenario. We're winning. A lot of confidence. Yeah. I mean, did you see Jair Alexander yesterday? No. Oh, my God. What did so he they, do? So they, they're playing the Vikings. 
in the first game, Justin Jefferson ripped them up, and I think Jair Alexander, who's the Packers' corner, called it a fluke. Yes. So what do they do? He goes out yesterday, shut Jefferson out in the first half. He had to play along the sideline where then he did the gritty, like right in Jefferson's face. <laughs> On the one of the Kirk Cousins picks, he's like shoving him in the back, and Jefferson was so frustrated he took his helmet off and actually made contact with the official. Oh, yeah. Inadvertent. I did see that. But, you know, they could have flagged him for that. And he ended up with one catch for 15 yards, I think. Yeah. And Jair Alexander was chirping before the game, during the game, and after the game. Well, then that's a lock. Packers Give me the Packers themselves. over the Lions this week. Yeah. I don't care what the spread is. It's going to be large. spread? It's going to be a large spread? Uh, well, I mean, no. the Lions have been, I would say, if I had to guess before I look, I would say I'll go full seven. All right. Let me take a look quickly here. See what we got here. How about uh, yesterday, uh, early on in the games, you hear, like, Justin Fields has already rushed for 100 yards. Oh, wow. Four and a half. I was Four and a half off. spread? Sorry, go ahead. The Justin Fields. And they go, uh, Justin Fields already rushed for 100 yards. It was the first quarter. Right. So you think, oh, long one. This is going to. This is going to be big time uh, Bears uh, victory today. or or back and forth shootout. Yeah, it, on the turf in Detroit. What happened after that? A, do- a Detroit dominant <laughs> is what happened. Yeah, I did see one of them was on a sixty yard run of his hundred in the yeah. first quarter, and then he got he got banged up. He they were stretching him out on the side. He was on the table, and they were like stretching out his hip flexors. He was on his back with the tablet. Oh, he was. yeah, he was. He was looking at all the plays as the medical staff was working on him. While they were stretching his legs out. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the Bears couldn't stop the nosebleed yesterday. The yeah. Lions did everything they wanted on offense all yeah. day long. All right, so at week eighteen, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be some cool games. We do. We have some cool games and a lot of crap games. Right, we're going to get a lot of bad games, uh, yeah. and we're going to get a handful of really quality, cool games. As you'd expect, this time of year, yeah. you can't have Week all 18. sixteen games matter. Yeah, and everyone got what they wanted yesterday. You got the the Giants at one and the Jets at four. All those yes. times you were getting all the both games at the same it was time. A nice split. Maybe we'll get that again in Week eighteen. Like if they make the Giant Eagle game one of the four p.m. slate. I guess they could do that with the Jet Dolphin game as well, since it would. It matters for Miami, but I... Yeah, you're not going to get that gonna quarterback. I'm not going to try and figure it out. Now, I did uh, watch the first half of the Giant game, just the Giant game. Then I, then when it was like, it was feeling like a blowout, I was like, let me put a red zone on. Get a feel for the league. Yeah. yeah. They, they You wouldn't even know the Giants and Colts were playing well, in the third Well, at that point, quarter. what did it matter? The game was in hand? Yeah, game was in hand, and there wasn't a lot of scoring in the third quarter. Right. So... They were just non-existent on the red zone. Giants had uh, wrapped it up, took care of business. It was a party. And Look, not to get into his personal life, and that's a separate Whose personal life should we get into? But the moment the Giant broadcast opens and Mm -hmm. you got LT there ringing the bell in the jersey, he's fired up, he's screaming and yelling, he's high-fiving people, get the crowd going. I had pretty good... Pretty good feel about the way the ball game was going to go. What about the weather? We had such a beautiful Sunday. Uh, yeah, right across many parts of the country. Right, even that alone. That's like, oh, a little there different from last on, week. There were right. <laughs> there were people out on the boardwalk in Bradley Beach. People were feeling themselves sunny. Were they? It was sunny. Yeah, sunny and close to sixty. <laughs> close to sixty. Huh. It's going to be mild all week. Have you checked? I, I've not. I think we're in the 50s mm-hmm. with for most of the week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is that right? How about that? How about that? I still get weird feelings when I see LT. That's that's kind of what I was... Yeah. I still don't know how to at. feel about it. No, him I, I, again, I uh, agreed. Yeah. I'm not delving into that. Just from a, 
a football perspective for the Giant fans, you know, they see a guy from yesteryear, the jersey, he's ringing the bell, he's screaming and yelling, coming out of the tunnel, he's high-fiving people on the sideline. He was into it. He was. He was. I don't why don't you I can't, do that? I can't go beyond that. Why don't you do that sports minute? The can problem, I try to guess what it is? You can, Al. I love to try to guess. Is sure. it Amy Lawrence doing it or someone else? Amy Lawrence is doing it. Amy Lawrence on Aaron Rodgers being back. Pretty close. Oh, I know she loves Aaron Rodgers. You kind of did her sports minute for her already, but go oh. ahead, Eddie. <laughs> It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Well, the Jets lost and they're out. The Giants won and they're in. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. I did see this, CeeLo, that uh, the Washington Commanders have a new uh, mascot. Is that right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a hog. Shocker. Pig, you know. Okay, yeah. In uh, some sort of military hat or something. All right. His name is uh, Major Tutty. Oh, God. Which reminds me, there used to be a, then I think there still is a guy named Major Duty. <laughs> He's got a business where he picks up dog poop. Okay. Like, that's Sounds a like business. a heck of a business. That's a business. You, I would think a lot of people would like to engage those services. Right. Like if you have a yard and a dog, this guy comes to your house, uh, like, I don't know, every couple of days and gets, yeah. picks up your dog's poop. Sal Akata so could use it. that. Last week he was talking about how he had to get out. He'd been putting off picking up the dog poop yeah. in the backyard and... Had to deal with that uh, over the weekend. You just have to call Major Duty. There you go. Takes care of it for you. Major Duty had a live read on the Howard Stearns show in like the 90s. That's how I WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.